0: count it down five four three two
1: one you're letting me do the countdown
0: mm-hmm
1: oh, good morning everybody
0: good morning good morning it is uh, Tuesday night for us Wednesday morning for you guys which mm-hmm. means tonight Bible study yes seven o'clock Bible st- <clears throat> let me say that again because we don't edit seven o'clock Bible study yep So this is the only time to be interactive with the 7 o'clock Bible study. And um, we do it live. We do it interactive. You can ask questions. You can actually, this is the, what do we call it? Q&A?
1: It's the Q&A night.
0: (laughs) Q&A night. So we're not studying anything specific. This is the time to answer your questions. So bring some hard ones. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. So it's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, real quick, I want to address. I was just telling telling Sharon that I noticed yesterday, a lot of you got messaged this really long thing. I don't even I don't know what it said, but it was under uh, Pastor David Rocha. Yeah. So I do want to say you will never see the name Pastor in front of my name. Not on Facebook. Not on Instagram. Not on YouTube. You just won't see it. So it is not me. I went I went and deleted those out of everybody's uh comment. I know Sister Cardoso had it. Mm-hmm. Anthony, that's why he called me earlier. Mm-hmm. Um Adam had it, but he didn't even address it to me. So I just went through and I noticed that this person just copy and pasted on a bunch of people trying to yeah. say that they were me. And it made me sound all like a weirdo, you know, and uh not a weirdo, just a little bit, but not that much. <laughs> you know, I don't put no titles in front of my name, you know, so uh if you see anything like that, it's not me. You know how you know it's me? If you click on my name and it comes back to this channel, that's how you will know it's me.
1: Yeah. There's only one channel, guys. Yeah. Only one channel, one Facebook, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So you'll know.
0: Yeah, and even then, the Facebook is House of Rest.
1: Yeah, and you guys... The
0: Instagram's House of Rest.
1: Yeah, and you guys know how to get a hold of us. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not hard to get a hold of us, guys. You guys have our our email. You guys have our website. You guys guys know exactly how to get a hold of us if you guys need to message us and say, hey, is this you guys? Mm -hmm. We have never been um, unreachable, so we're very we're easily able to get a hold of, even me, personally. So you mm-hmm. can always get a hold of me, too, and say, hey, is this pastor, you know, and just let me know. And, mm-hmm. I, and I can definitely just say, hey, David, you know. Because we get that happening a lot. We have people who will sometimes try to go on there and clone other people yeah. on there. Even sometimes on our lives, you know, they'll start cloning mm-hmm. people. And then we've had to, unfortunately, take people off. Um, because of... of- you know, dumb things,
0: so. Another thing, I don't think this this person was doing this, but I'm not going to, I would never message you this long old thing about needing money. You know, there has been times where we've asked for help on video, live. Mm-hmm. You will actually see me here saying, hey, we need a camera or we need help with this or that. You will not see some crazy message, a big old paragraph, Mm -hmm. Um, either of us. Yeah. Not going to do that. It's not going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, What else do these scams do? If somebody says they're doing it on behalf of me because I'm stuck in some other country, I don't have a passport, guys. I can't leave this country. So that's not real either because, you know... um, there's people, pastors, that have done that. Yeah. Where they'll get a message from another pastor saying, "Hey, I'm stuck in Nigeria, or I'm stuck here, there. I'm stuck at the airport, and they won't release me unless I give them uh, whatever money." Um,
1: Only person that'll hold them yeah. for ransom will be me, guys.
0: I don't have a passport. How, baby? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that ain't me either.
1: Yeah. Not happening, guys.
0: If something was really that serious. I have my family. I have my brothers. I have my parents. So I'm not going to be reaching out to our YouTube viewers if I was really that serious, you know? Yeah. So, guys. Um, but yeah, that was weird. First time that's happened to me, you know. But I mean, I've known people that have YouTube channels that grow, and this is kind. Of, it kind of comes with it.
1: Comes with the territory. Yeah, sometimes. I have
0: had um, Pete. He's had his whole PayPal hijacked. He's had um, his YouTube channel hijacked where he couldn't even get into it. Somebody changed his password of his YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. I I know that people, um, it comes to a point where you have to sometimes even, you know, they, you've got to be very discreet with family, with certain things, you know, and everything, you know. But, you know, guys, this is where, it's so important that um, there's communication and we take care of each other. And yeah. I think this is, you know, why we're so grateful for the family that we do have, our our, our um, RBT family and our house arrest family, because we all watch out for each other. Yeah. So I thank you for all of those who immediately reached out and yeah. started letting well, us know. Well, Anthony called
0: me. He called me on the phone and then he sent me a screenshot mm-hmm. and he, he said, um, hey, I don't think this is you, but check this out. And I'm like, yeah, that ain't me. I don't put a pastor in front of my yeah, name.
1: Well, so thank you for that, guys. Yeah.
0: And then immediately, Sister Christine,
1: Christina. Christina. Yeah, yeah.
0: She messaged, uh, I think she emailed or messaged me and says, um, I got a message. I don't think it's you. And I'm like, yeah, I already know about it. And yeah, then so, and then another viewer, um, I can't remember your name, brother, right now, top of my head, but you emailed me. And same thing with the screenshot. Good. And um, he said that his wife saw it and his wife said, I don't think it's him because this one says pastor in front of it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So thank you.
1: Good looking out guys. Yeah.
0: And I like the fact that you guys were like, hey, this person messaged the same message to a lot of people. So that made me go on the video and boom, boom, boom. I started just deleting it. Yeah.
1: Good looking out guys. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So our day was exciting. I'm just kidding.
1: No, I was going to say, I didn't do much today. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Like, kidding. really. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do much of anything, guys, today. I actually, um, I made it a point to not do much today, purposely, because I feel like there's just been so much... So much that I did this whole weekend and everything that I, I told myself I didn't want to do much, but just maybe get some laundry done and catch up on doing some some chores here at home.
0: Well, I, well, I did finalize Dale's book.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. did.
0: Not only did I finish it, edit it, I uploaded it. It's already um, uploaded to Audible. Obviously, they have to um, approve. Yeah, they have to approve it. And they run it through their system to make sure the levels are right and everything. But my part—you made me yawn.
1: Sorry. But my
0: part is done. It's uploaded, ready to. Well, it's ready for them to release it. So, um. So I'm gonna take a couple days off, and then I'm gonna do the audible for mine for Lost in the Storm. That's good. I'm really excited about that. Uh, Dale, Dale's book, uh, which is called Jesus Comes to Jingle Town. Jingle Town is a part of Oakland, where he grew up in, and uh, he's a Vietnam vet, and um, it's a good story, guys, and uh, three hundred and it was 399 pages, but some of them had photos in them, mm-hmm. so I read 388 pages. What did, How many hours of reading? Remember I added it 14? up? No, I thought it was 10. 14?
1: Yeah, you said 14. 14 hours. You said the hours. Word 14 hours to him.
0: Yeah, 14 hours. That's how long I read.
1: Yeah, that's a lot.
0: That's a lot. It's a lot
1: of hours. But for some
0: reason, I thought it was ten minutes, ten hours and four minutes.
1: I heard you say fourteen.
0: Oh, yeah, I thought it was ten yeah, and four that's... minutes because I know the minutes were four.
1: Oh well, I thought yeah. I heard you say fourteen, but maybe it is.
0: Yeah. So, man, that was a lot of reading, guys. Yeah. Is that the computer?
1: Yeah, I left it on. I know you don't like when I do that, but I did. Yeah. So where are we going to today, babe? Don't know. So we started our video blindly today?
0: Mm-hmm. We did.
1: I thought you knew. mm hmm I thought you were ready.
0: I'm always ready. Ready in season and in out, out of season. season.
1: All right, all right. So, so where are we going then?
0: Well, let's talk about a lighthouse.
1: A lighthouse.
0: You know, a lighthouse is meant to do what
1: to give light to direct for the boats
0: yeah because i've never been a person in the ocean but i imagine that especially on when it's foggy or when it's think about it back then there was no electricity Mm -hmm. so they're just going and going and going how are they going to know where land is at? Yeah. So it's very, very important and key to have a lighthouse, or else the the ship could literally crash into the rocks.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and it's like a lighthouse was there to bring light to give direction. You know, and I think it's interesting that Jesus says, "Since He's the light, we're the light." You know, and I, I guess the reason I'm saying that is because. I don't, I don't know. See, I've, I got saved at 32, but I've been in the church my whole life. My mom got saved when I was five. My dad got saved when I was eight. And.
1: So they were your lighthouse?
0: Well, no, what I'm going to say is this, is that the church has changed.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's.
0: The church has changed, you know, And, and sometimes I talk about it with my mom. We're like. You, know, you
1: didn't finish telling me that conversation either that you one? had with your mom. So you got to finish telling me which, the conversation. I don't even know which one. You said you had a conversation with your mom yesterday about about something. But you can yeah, tell me even, that Yeah, later. I
0: don't even remember what.
1: Okay, but I'll, I'll remind you later. Yeah,
0: so, you know, um, my mom has, we've talked many times, and even my brother Angel, because he grew up in the church too, even though he's younger than me, and it's like, when people in when people would get saved back then like there was a dramatic change like i'm talking an alcoholic i'm talking about i mean just the worst of the worst and they would come and they would get saved
1: yeah
0: and their life would change and here's the thing they still live for god now
1: yeah it's an instant
0: like I'm talking, I saw this in the seventies, and they're still serving God now,
1: yeah,
0: it was like day and night, you know and and my mom was like, it's different now, yeah. now it's like people are a work in progress, people have to mature in Christ people and it's weird because it's true, you know and, and it's like.
1: It's like you have to do so much convincing.
0: Yeah, back then it was like, (laughs) wham, like God just like, boom, and would change their life like where people were like, who are you? Like literally from, you could be a devil on Saturday and Sunday you were going to get saved and Monday you were different.
1: Yeah, it was an instant, it was an instant surrender and now it's like you got to coddle people or you got to, yeah. Yeah, and it's so weird, you know,
0: it's so weird and... I don't know why. I I, I don't know why that has to do with lighthouses, you know, but (laughs) I think that the church has forgot to be a lighthouse. I think that we have become a church of so much damaged people that all we worry about is building ourselves and we we can never get to the point of being a lighthouse to the lost. I think that's the point I was going to get to. You know, and I'm just like, how the devil's such a liar that everybody's the victim. We're all victims in the church and we can never go. And it's like, I'm like, how did that happen where we became pacified and not effective to reach people? And here's the thing, I hate saying it like that because in honesty, I talk to the people and there there is brokenness, there is trauma, there is. So I'm not trying to take away from that. It's really there and... So I'm just like, how did they do it back then? You know, because, man, I mean, there, there's so many people that we love. That are, the damage is real, guys. It's real. So I'm in no way being insensitive to it. It's real. But I just like, sometimes I wish I could go back 40 years and talk to those pastors and be like, how did you deal with this? And and I almost feel like they would say, what do you mean, how did I deal with it? The Lord healed them. When they came to the Lord, God transformed their life and everything like And it's a trip because like my dad would say, my dad was a drunk. He wanted a drink. He went to church once in a while to take my mom to appease her. On the last time, he was literally, he kind of knew like, okay, they do worship. Okay, they do preaching. Okay, they do the altar call and it's almost time to go. He was, as they were doing the altar call, he was literally thinking about a tall can of beer. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To drive home to because that was normal back then. My dad would drive drinking country roads. We never wear seatbelts or nothing. It was a normal thing in the 70s. Yeah, that's
1: how you learn the back roads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and my dad was literally at the, uh, uh, literally with everybody at the altar call, people talking in tongues or whatever. My dad's way in the back row, like, hmm, that, that beer's going to be nice and cold. Not realizing within five minutes his life was going to completely change when the pastor pointed at him. A visiting pastor that didn't know my dad called my dad up there. First, my dad thought that he was calling somebody else, but he called my dad. And here's the thing, right? The pastor asked my dad a simple question. Um, I wish I could remember the exact question, but basically, um, are you saved? Something like that. And my dad was tired of... uh, He was just tired. And, And it was weird because there was no... Repeat after me. You know, I repent of my sins. There was none of that. It was my God literally saying, I am tired. Not to the pastor, but to God.
1: Yeah.
0: And my dad, to this day, if he tells you this story, it breaks him.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: Because he doesn't comprehend how. He says, I'm a simple man. I don't have fancy words. I didn't do this fancy prayer. I just said, I'm tired. And he said that service ended he still didn't realize something changed until he walked outside. Yeah, and he said the sky was different, the trees were different, everything,
1: everything was different. Everything was different. He said even the colors of like, the trees, boom, like that. Were different. Everything that he can see was different. He said.
0: So. I gotta ask myself. The brokenness is real now. I I get it. I'm I'm not taking away from that, guys. If if some of you are listening to this and you come to our church, I'm not taking away from it. I know it's real. The trauma, the the, the break, the, the betrayal, I know it's real. But that stuff was real for them too back then. They were broken then. You know, and I guess this is, I know where it's coming from. I just realized where it's stemming from. Reading Dale's book. Reading Dale's book, it, it made me appreciate Dale more. Cause it really let me see his heart. You know, and he he was like, well, You gotta get the book. <laughs> you gotta get the book. But trust me, there was a lot of heartbreak from the time he was a child with the alcoholic father to him having to steal food and bring it home so his mom could cook something. I mean, it was it was bad, guys, living growing up in Oakland. And then having to go to the Navy and just a lot of the stuff that he went through. You know, so we can't say, well, they got saved back then and it was easier. No, man. No, no, no. We're just This is one life I got a glimpse of in the 50s when he was growing up. And it was hell. You know, it was hell. So people had those situations back then, too. People were abused then, too. Women were raped, too. Men were beaten, too. I mean, it, it it there was nothing new under the sun, I guess. And I guess yeah. I'm not even doing this video to get you to understand. I'm just simply saying I'm trying to understand this. Like, what is it that made such a powerful change in people that surrendered to Christ then, and why do we hardly see it now?
1: Yeah.
0: That's a question I I want to know. What are your thoughts? Got you thinking?
1: Well, it's just so hard to speak for everybody else. I know, like, I know. Because I, I, I only know what, what made me come, come to grips in my life, you know? It, mm-hmm. it, I can only speak for myself. You know, because if everybody went through the same thing, and if everybody broke the same way, if everybody suffered the same way, mm-hmm. then we'd then then I'd understand, but the thing is is that you know not not one person went through the exact same thing mm-hmm. everybody went through different things um so. I I I don't know, but yeah. I know why. Yeah. I know why I why I came to the Lord and why I have stayed. It's because I I just don't I no longer know how I could I could live without Christ in my life. I don't I don't know how to function anymore. Yeah, because I feel like I lived most of my life with Him, then without him that i don't know how i can even function yeah without him even when i have messed up a little in my life he still has been there in my life do you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like even even when i lived with conviction even when but he has still been there and and it's like i don't know what life is without him anymore and I don't think I'd be able to survive without God in my life yeah. or breathe without him or live without him. I don't know. That's that's so hard yeah, to even... Yeah. It's so hard to even... It's so hard to comprehend. It's so hard to even think about it or to fathom it or to... I, I, I don't... That's hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? And then, like, it's weird, right? It's weird because... A part of me feels like that's harsh. At the same time, I'm like, wait a second. we I guess another thing that's going through my head is, is we've been watching The Chosen. Yeah. And I know it's been out for months, guys. We're, we're just slow, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, we are.
0: <laughs> but that first episode
1: oh my God. of Mary
0: Magdalene, so, so tormented. But when she looked into the Savior's eyes... Like that, boom, everything. And I know it's just a show. I, I know that. But then it made me think in the Bible, people that had a true encounter with Jesus yeah. changed.
1: Yeah.
0: They like, boom, like that. So are, dare, do we dare say that Jesus can't change us like that? We just talked about a verse that says, let every man lie and God be true. So if he could change a life, the Bible says Mary Magdalene was, had many demons. Matthew was a tax collector and everybody hated him and he changed. Peter was a stubborn stubborn fisherman and he changed. You know, so many lives over the last 2,000 years but now, we struggle, and we struggle in our walk, and, and we go back and forth, and and I'm just like, wait a second, what's wrong with this picture? And I guess I'm asking this question because I'm just like, how can, how can we be effective? How can we be an effective preacher, an effective evangelist, an effective teacher? What is it? that they were doing. What are we doing wrong? Because here's the thing, is is it I gotta if you go to a, a a workplace, you don't look at the worker, you look at the manager.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we there's this um what's the coffee place we go to right here? Uh, Dutch, brothers. Dutch brothers. There's a Dutch brothers like four blocks away from us and we don't like going to that one. But there's one that's the furthest from us we like that one because even though it's the same store, aren't they more pleasant?
1: I love it. I love that girl, Jasmine. and then You know her name? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, some of the young girls there, they're just so pleasant to talk to and they... I remember you, and they know us, and they're just like, you're the pastor, and you're the, you know, you're now the... Now let
0: remember the drinks.
1: Yes, and they She's re- like, did you get a, you know, like... Yeah, they know our sugar-free drink, and, you know, they're, they're like, so how's the church, you know, and they greet us, and they know us, and... We'd
0: only been there three times.
1: Yeah. So this
0: isn't something that's reoccurring.
1: No, yeah, we've only been there three times, and they remember us, and, and I'm just like... You know, it they 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 make it so pleasant and it's so crazy because you know, our 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 civil engineer company actually engineered that one over there. It's so funny because you know, I shared that little story and I like, you know, you know what's so awesome. I'm going to let I'm going to make sure to let, you know, your manager know and that the owner know that we just love this story here because you guys are just amazing. But yeah, we so, love going so there. So then
0: we're like one day we're like, oh, let's go get coffee. There's there's a the Dutch Brothers here, like four blocks away.
1: They adored us. Man,
0: nobody said nothing to us. <laughs> and then they, then, then, my drink tasted like garbage. <laughs> Remember how mad I was? I'm like, seriously? Yeah. I spent five bucks on that?
1: Yeah.
0: I should have just took a $5 bill, found the nearest uh, little sewer thing, and just threw it in there. <laughs> you know, so here's the thing though this is what we drove this is why i brought it up we've been talking for about coffee for three minutes and i haven't told you why i brought it up because remember we said you know what i don't blame the workers it's whoever's managing that store whoever's managing that other one hospitality must be important to them
1: yeah
0: and not to this one so in the same way i'm not pointing at people saying why aren't you healed why are you still struggling? Why this? I, I got to look at the, at the one preaching and be like, you know, are, are we being a lighthouse?
1: Yeah.
0: Is House of Rest being a lighthouse? A- am, I, am I pastoring as a lighthouse? Am I, pa- am I a lighthouse as a Christian? Are you a lighthouse? You know, and that's like, I guess so. it's not so much that we're teaching today. We're just kind of self-reflecting. Yeah. Cuz guys, I know some of you haven't been in Christianity for very long. And and here's the thing that you don't know. You don't realize that just a few short you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was different. When people got saved, it was miraculous.
1: Yeah.
0: It was if 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 somebody came as an alcoholic, boom they were no longer an alcoholic if somebody came addicted to drugs boom they weren't addicted to drugs if somebody came, i mean it was weird
1: there was deliverance
0: yes, Pe- yes i mean somebody would get deliverance. people would get saved demons would come out they'd get filled with yes, the holy ghost yes. and it was different and the, and the evidence is the fact that these people that are still alive are still just as passionate yes And I'm like, what's wrong with this generation? Like, what's going on? What's going on with this leaders? Which I'm included in that. Yeah. Something's got to budge. Something's got to change. Which comes back to the word again that Sal said. Remember? Where the Lord told him, you know, Sal and Monica, they're coming. We're not going to Santa Monica. (laughs) Every time we always talk about Sal and brother Sal and brother and sister Monica... We say it fast. We say Monica. Remember somebody thought we went to Santa Monica? Yeah, <laughs> You know, the the Lord gave him a word that said, I'm coming soon. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to do quickly. We used to take months. I'm going to do it fast quickly. and it's quickly. Fast. The word quickly. And I guess that's, that's still been in my heart, man. It's like it never, he he spoke that and it like, I can't shake it.
1: Yeah. You know, you know, the other day when we had the women's event, um, I was really blessed, I was sharing with David that um, there was a young girl that came up to the altar and surrendered her life uh, to the Lord that day, but, but what really, really, even more, um, what really brought a lot of attention to me as well was another young girl, 18-year-old young girl, mm-hmm. that came up to her and began to pray. In the spirit and began to pray over her
0: oh a young girl over another Uh,
1: yeah a young an 18 year old came up and prayed over her and when i seen that and i seen the fire that was in her and just that that man that tenacity and just uh i just started to see that that fire and that spirit in her that's that just excited me Mm -hmm. and that got me so happy and that That filled me with joy, man, because I was just like something. I was just like, Lord, that is what we need to see more of to see these young adults, to see the new generation on fire like that. And that was my prayer. And, you know, when I, when I seen her, I started to pray over the young girl who had just surrendered her life. And then this other young girl, you know, I prayed over both of them at one point, but the other young girl came back. Mm -hmm. You know, her name, her name was Jasmine. How funny, her, her name was Jasmine too. She came and she asked for me to pray for her specifically. And my God, I began to pray for her, for that fire to just, you know, for the Lord to just instill more in her for more desire, more of a fire for more of that burning desire within her heart, to just want more of the word more of more of you know, more of that. And I, and I just began to talk to her and she says, I want more. She goes, I want to go deeper in the things of God. And I just want to, I want to be that fire for, for, for these young adults to see me, to want more of God, the way Mm. I, the way I'm desiring God. I want them to see me. I want to be that example to them. And that's the boldness that I saw in her I know that she's going to be that little firecracker for other Amen. youth to see that. And I'm just really, really excited. So, guys, I, I'm just going to ask that you guys keep her in prayer because I, I feel in my spirit and I know that that young girl is going to get used and I know it. And mm-hmm. I, and if she's watching because I know she watches these oh, devotionals. Yes, I know you watch these devotionals. Annette, I know you're watching this devotional, so I'm just going to pray that we speak that over your goddaughter um, because... I know that she has an amazing calling in her life, um, and I just pray that all these young girls—you know, Destiny and 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 um, and Jasmine and all of them—I I just pray that you know that the Lord do something with these young girls because I I know that they are called to do something great and mighty.
0: Amen. Yeah. Is, yeah. is is Jasmine a is it a spice or a flower?
1: Jasmine's a flower.
0: A flower. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it? Yeah, it is a flower. It's a flower. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's a jasmine flower. It's, like,
0: it's an old one, huh? Yeah, like...
1: it's a little purple. It's a little purple, yeah, right? purple flower. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, I'm excited, guys. I'm excited because I, mm-hmm. I know that we're starting our young adults and our youth. Yeah. And um, I, I just know God's going to get ready to move and do something in our youngsters. I know Abraham's excited to to yeah. go to it. Yeah.
0: Amen. Yeah, Guys, if anybody is in a Stockton area, Reach Worship Center is our affiliate church, Grace International. It's right here. Well, you can look it up. Google it, Reach Worship Center. It's The main street is Harding. I'm not sure what street they're on. It's it's a little side street. Harding is a major street here in Stockton. Uh, Pastor Mauro and his wife, Rosa, mm-hmm. you know, and if that's in your Stockton area. So anyways, guys, um, that's pretty much it. You know, um, I don't know if we spoke about anything specific, but I pray that the Holy Spirit led us to speak something that needed to be said. Amen. You know, make sure if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe if you like this video. Obviously, if you don't like the video, then then don't subscribe. You know, but, <laughs> um, but make sure you hit like. Every time you hit like, those of you that do like the video, if you hit like, it helps YouTube know that people like it, and then they suggest it to other people. Yes. You know, so that's the only way it spreads out and, and gets out there. Um,
1: and guys, don't forget. Don't forget that um, you're never going to see any other duplicates of anything. That there's only one uh, one YouTube channel. We only have one website, one YouTube channel, one Facebook, one House of Rest, you know. Yeah. So...
0: The perfect way is to literally click on it. Yeah. And if... Because... If, if, Anybody on YouTube, any of your names, whether you have a YouTube channel or not, YouTube automatically grants you a channel, whether you upload anything to it or not. So if you click on the person's name, if somebody on the comments, it takes you to that person's channel.
1: Yep. And guess and guess how many videos we have on our channel, guys? Just devotionals. We have over 400 and something devotionals. Yeah. So if they don't have over 400 and something devotionals with our faces, yeah. guess what? It's not them. So, I mean, it's not us. <laughs> I'm not, it's it's not them. them. <laughs> I mean, it's not us. Yeah. So, guys, uh don't be fooled. Yeah. It has to have our faces. So our two little chubby faces.
0: So, if you see if you do see me comment, it'll say David Rocha. You yep. click it and you'll see all of these videos.
1: Yep. All our little faces.
0: So, all right, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
1: We love you guys.